Are you looking for freedom? Freedom from the daily grind and hustle? Or just finding a way to live the life you always wanted? Then join us on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Our host, Mike Ayala, will help you discover new ways to find freedom with tips, insights, and interviews. You'll learn the exact systems he's used to travel the world and live his best life. True success and happiness are all about freedom. And here's your roadmap on how to find freedom on your own terms. Welcome to the Investing for Freedom podcast. Here's your host, Mike Ayala. Thank you for joining me on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Today I'm coming to you again from the Subaru podcast recording studio on the road. Um, I've mentioned this before, but you know, we love to RV and got a little Subaru that we pull behind the RV. And so this just creates a great uh, sound studio. So anyway, here's the question that I have for you today. What in your current life are you holding on to that's keeping you from achieving what's great ahead of you? Um, Jim Collins said, you know, good is the enemy of great. I've heard Uh, You know, people say before, perfect is the enemy of done. But let's talk specifically about, you know, kind of Jim Collins, like his phrase, good is the enemy of great. I'm coming off of, you know, just a a few weeks of just chaos. It's been crazy in our world because, you know, Karen and I decided to sell our house and move to Austin, which was kind of, you know, there there wasn't really like a, this isn't something that we've been planning for a year or two years. Um, It's not like I have a job that's taking me there. Um, it's not like, you know, somebody told me I have to move there and it's not like we've been, as I said, planning this for a long time. It was just, um, a series of events happened and we have the opportunity to move there and we, we love Austin. Don't get me wrong. We love Phoenix, Arizona, Gilbert actually, um, where we live. We've met a lot of amazing people there, um, had a great time while we lived there. We haven't lived there that long. We moved there in, um, December of 2016. We actually got a house there in October of 2016 and then moved there in December of 2016. And it was kind of a similar, you know, situation. Kara and I at that point in time had decided that, you know, we were going to, we wanted to move out of the town that we had lived in, in Nevada. Um, but we were going to wait for the kids to get older. And we took the kids that year to, um, Arizona for spring break and they enjoyed it. And then, you know, I won't go into the weeds on this, but, um, through, over the next couple months, um, a couple things happened and the kids were like, Hey, let's move to Phoenix. And we're like, wow, this is crazy. And so we took the opportunity to do that. And it was kind of the same scenario. Then everybody was like, why are you guys moving to, um, you know, uh, Phoenix and is your job taking you there and what? No, there wasn't any of that. Um, we were just excited for a new venture and, and the kids were actually excited too, which was, you know, super crazy. Um, anyway, it kind of happened, you know, quickly and, the same thing's happening to us right now. And that's kind of the premise of what I really want to share with you guys today. Life happens quickly, but we're not used to it. We're used to spending years of our life prepping for something. Again, just, I don't mean to beat on the school system all the time, but just think about that. We spend 12 years of our life going to high school so that we can spend four to eight years of our life going to college and getting into debt so that we can spend 65 years of our life working to the golden age of retirement And so if you think about it, we're always spending, like we're always stacking these things that take us to the next great level. And we're not used to just, you know, being able to live life on our terms and go where we want, when we want, which is the whole premise of this entire show 
It's investing for freedom. The entire reason why we do what we do is so that you can own your freedom, so that you can own your time and go wherever you want. And so I get this like question, literally, I know everybody says this, but I literally get questioned all the time. Oh, what brought you to Phoenix? Or, oh, what's bringing you to Austin? And it's really weird when you don't have some kind of like traditional answer of, um, I don't know, my job. Um, I don't know. Like I, I have a company that I'm going to go to work with there, or I, you know, have a whole bunch of people that, or I got a big deal that I'm doing there. Or I'm going to start something with a partner or whatever. You don't have to have a reason in life to go do what you want to do. And so back to the theme of good being the enemy of great, we're so programmed to stay on the same course and not adjust. There's that five part formula. What do you really want? Why do you want it? What are you going to do to get it? Measure results. And the last part is adjust. This is the thing that I would tell you is probably the key to my success in life and Kara's success in life is our ability to adjust. When, when things aren't working, we adjust. When we're not liking how things feel or we're not liking what we've built in a certain business, we adjust. I've literally shut down businesses before. In fact, I was, I was going to close the doors on a business and walk away from probably, you know, hundred fifty to $200,000 of inventory and, and, um, you know, just stuff that we had built, um, showroom that we had built out all this stuff. And not to mention the fact that we had paid $400,000 for the business. It had paid us back. But the reality was I was ready to just shut it down and walk away. It just so happened that, you know, one of my, um, one of the vendors that we did a lot of, that did a lot of work for us came and said, Hey, you're our biggest client. Like if you shut down, I'm going to lose my biggest stream of revenue. And I said, well, why don't you buy the business? And he's like, well, I don't have any money. And I said, you don't need any money. Like I'll, you know, carry it. And, and basically I was a tenant in one of my commercial buildings, my, that business was. And so I told him, I said, just sign a three-year lease and I'll, I'll make it to where, you know, the business, basically you're just going to steal the business. The business carried on. Um, I'm as I got the tenant to carry on. So everything was a win-win anyway, adjust. You're not a freaking tree. Now I'm not telling you, you have to up and move your family. I'm not telling you that you have to do anything. I'm not telling you you have to quit your job. What I am saying is don't continue to live a life that you don't love, that you don't enjoy every single day when you wake up. So many people think that they're just stuck because this is all they know and this is all they've done. When you get curious about what is great that I'm missing because I'm staying with the good, when you get curious around that question, that's when life gets interesting. That's when the reticular activator gets activated as Dan Sullivan always says, the eyes only see and the ears only hear what the brain is looking for. When you get curious and you start asking questions like I'm telling you right now, what is great that I'm missing out on in life because I'm staying comfortable, I'm staying with the good. So anyway, back to us moving to Austin. Kara and I decided that we wanted to buy a piece of land in the hill country and we were going to do it over the next you know, two, three years, whatever. If you listen to the show all the time, this might, some of this might be repeat, but the principle is not because I haven't shared with you um, this last little thing that I'm going to get to here shortly, we decided we wanted land in the hill country. We're going to, you know, buy it this year. Cause I don't think that land West of Austin is going to be going down anytime soon. There's so many people that are trying to, you know, get land and build. So, um, and then we were going to, you know, just like I said, build over the next two or three years, Katen, our last child, um, the boys, Dylan and Tim are out of the house. They're both out on their own. And Katen is, um, she's a senior now. This is her senior year. She just started. Um, when we came back from Austin, so Kara, Kara was at a mastermind there and it was our anniversary 
Um, this was May of 2021. I don't know when you're listening to this, but it was our anniversary. So I went and met her there when she was done with her mastermind and we went and looked for land and we found a piece that we loved. And when we got back to, um, the house, every, you know, all the kids were like, so what'd you think? And we're like, yeah, we're definitely going to do it. We're going to buy a house. And Caitlin's like, I want to go with you guys. Like, I want to live in Austin. I want to do my senior year in Austin. I've learned to lean into that. Um, Karen and I immediately, you know, obviously we didn't say anything that night, but if we hadn't moved, we didn't know exactly why we were moving for, to Phoenix. The kids were just wanting to. If we hadn't moved to Phoenix, I don't think Dylan would have become a professional wake surfer. Um, you know, he took second in the world his first year um, in men's amateur. And then he took first in the world in men's amateur the next year, or the men's semi-pro, excuse me, took second in the world. And then and then uh, he got to men's pro and ranked top five in the world. He wouldn't have done any of that if we hadn't moved to Arizona. Now, Tim, Tim um, has decided, you know, he decided that he wanted to go into film. He loves production. He loves music. He's a very creative person, um, through, through getting on a podcast because Kara was speaking at a women's event on money. She got on this panel with a financial, um, uh, a financial advisor. And so then Kara and I ended up getting on his podcast, twist turns and lessons learned. Um, you can go back and listen to that episode. Anyway, um, we recorded this episode at, um, crass. It's the school here in, in Phoenix, which is one of the top ranked schools for, you know, film production and audio production and all that. And so anyway, through a series of events, Tim ended up going to that school and now he's living in Burbank and has an internship at a place that he loves. He's probably gonna end up working there. Here's my point. If we hadn't gone to Arizona, I don't know that those boys would have found, you know, that path that they took. And so Kara and I just kind of have learned to go with our intuition and go with the flow. We don't have to have everything figured out. And again, I'm not telling you to quit your job. I'm not telling you to, you know, leave your marriage. I'm not telling you to do any of that. What I'm telling you to do is get curious about what are you missing out on that's great in the world because you're settling for the good. Um, we had a great life in Elko, Nevada. But what I didn't realize is that there was a greater life for me. So looking backwards, I realized that was a good life. I thought it was great, but it was a good life. And then we moved to Arizona and now we're moving to Austin and I don't know what's great for me there. I don't even know. I don't know what we're headed toward. I'm just leaning into it because the person that said, hey, let's move was my daughter. Karen and I were going to do it no matter what at some point. But I don't know what's there for her. I don't know what's there for me. But the reality is we need to learn to listen to our intuition more and start asking better questions and just get curious. And again, I'm, I know I'm beating like a dead horse here, but what are you missing out on that's great in the world because you're settling for the good? I would encourage you to just go get a piece of paper and, and just, you know, really question yourself. Like you don't have to know what is great, but what's good in your life that you know could be greater. What's good. What are you not fully satisfied with? I'm not even asking you to write down like what you want to get out of your life. Cause that's the easy thing. Like, what do I need to stop doing? What do I need to get rid of? What do I no longer? Those are the easy questions. The harder question is, what do I feel that I'm settling on? What do I feel is just good in my life? Go journal around that for a little bit and, and see what the universe and God and your reticular activator and your curiosity, see what happens in your world when you start asking those types of questions. I'm reminded of a scripture. I've been thinking about this a lot lately. Um, I believe it was, it, it happened. I can't, I can't remember if it was, 
it was in the Old Testament because I think it was when Sodom and Gomorrah was going to get um, destroyed, which um, I won't go into the reason why, but um, there was this couple, Ananias and Sapphira, and they were told to leave. God told them to leave for whatever reason they must have been <laughs> chosen or whatever. But anyway, they got the insight that they needed to leave and they were told not to look back. And when um, Sapphira looked backwards, she turned into a pillar of salt. And I never really understood that, but I think I've just been pondering this lately and I don't think we're designed. I don't think we're meant to look backwards. We're meant to be progressing forward. And that's the thing that I'm saying that, you know, when we, if, if we're looking backwards, it's because we're missing something. And the reason why I'm really like having this conversation and the whole point that I'm really trying to make, we recently just sold our house. You know, we put it on the market. It's interesting too, because both times that we decided to move, in Elko, Nevada, we had tried to sell our house like three different times. And finally, because we were just wanted to build and we were going to do all this different stuff, not move. But finally, when we knew we needed to move, we listed it. Well, we were going to list it. And the day before it was listed, the person that wanted to buy it looked at it, gave us a full price offer, done deal. Same thing just happened with this house. We're like, well, and obviously, you know, we're in a crazy real estate market too, but... Um, we decided to list our house and, um, be, you know, we did a coming soon thing and before it ever even hit the market, you know, somebody looked at it and gave us a full price offer and then some, and then we came back and said, well, here's our, here's our number to like make us move and make us not list the house. And, you know, it was a win-win for this guy. He wanted the house. He needed it for certain reasons. And it was a win for us because we had our price set. It was, it was a total win. And it was a total just God, universe, everything lined up for everybody. It was a total win-win. The guy's happy, we're happy, everybody's happy. That's how stuff works when things are good. But anyway, the point that I was making is, you know, things just start lining up for you, um, you know, when you start just looking for great in life. And so um, Kara and I, you know, sold this house recently. We literally just moved out of the house like two days ago. We're on the road in the RV. That's why I'm sitting in the Subaru. But, you know, there's this little period of time, you know, when, when we didn't even stay in our house the last night, we slept in the RV in the driveway because there was nothing in the house. The movers had came and, um, all this happened so fast, like literally, um, like 18 days from the time the offer was made, maybe even faster till it closed. We had to get movers coordinated, all this stuff. And I, I just have been thinking about like how many great memories we had in that house. You know, our kids basically, you know, grew all their best teenage years in that home. It's just been such a blessing to us. And, and I, you know, there's this little bit of sadness starts coming over me about like leaving that house. And, and I'm just reminded again, that house was great to us, but it's in the past. And there's something great that's waiting for us on the other side of selling that home. And it has nothing to do with the home. It's about the memories that we made there, all the times that we had, it was our home, you know, it was a place that we loved. And I've had so many people, you know, literally, Again, I know everybody says this all the time, but lately so many people have said like, I don't want to leave, leave the house that my kids grew up in and we got all these memories and that's in the past and it has nothing to do with that house. It has nothing to do with that job or that business. By the way, I experienced the same thing when I sold my first business. I've often said it was the best and worst day of my life. Why? Because that's all I knew. I had spent the last 10 years of my life building out that business. But what I didn't know is that there was something great on the other side of the good and the thing about that even was that that seemed like as great as it gets for me. If I'd looked backwards, I couldn't have asked for a better life. 
that was great for that season, but the seasons change and your new great is greater than what you could have ever experienced. As the scripture says, to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all I could ask, think, or imagine. So there's, you know, like we, we ask, oh, you know, God, I'm so thankful and we should be thankful for this house. And I, I just ask that you, you know, like, don't, don't ever take it. And I, I, I don't say things like that because it's like a poverty type negative detractor, but it's not even, we can't even imagine. We can't even imagine the greatness that the universe and God and the creator has planned for us. So don't let the good keep you from achieving the great. All those feelings about leaving that house and everything else, they were quickly gone for me because I know there's something great on the other side of that. And just like Sapphira, we can't look backwards wishing we had the life that we used to have because if our life isn't getting better, something is wrong. You have to stop and ask yourself, what's wrong? Where did I disconnect? Where did I get off the tracks? Because we're supposed to be progressing and things are supposed to be greater. So if you find yourself looking backwards to better days, I'm reminded of you know the high school football player that was a star in high school and he doesn't move on because you can only be you know a football star for so long. You have to move on. You have to find the great that's on the other side of the good. Can't be looking backwards. We got to stop looking backwards. So here's the real question. What in your life that is good not even bad. What in your life that is good is keeping you from the great. Ponder on that for a little bit. Go ahead and DM me on Instagram at the Mike Ayala. Let me know what is good that's keeping you from the great. Or shoot me an email. Mike at Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L, A-Y-A-L-A dot com. I'd like to hear from you. I want to know what good in your life is keeping you from the great. Reach out to me. Cheers. If you found value in this episode and you know someone who's wanting to start or move further along in their journey toward investing for freedom, I would be forever grateful if you would share this show with them and help me get this message out to more listeners. Also, if you enjoy what you've heard, I would appreciate it if you'd take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. And until the next episode, cheers to moving further along in your journey of investing for freedom.